is very, very It is Monday, October 5th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, a guy who believes that lots J and P being next to each other <laughs> is not a coincidence. <laughs> J.P. Oh, how about that? They are, like, right across the street from each other. Welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on this Monday. J.P. Shadrick in studio, TIA Bank Field. Joining us on the line, Tony Baselli and Pete Prisco. We'll get to those guys coming up. The review of the Jaguars-Bengals game coming up as well. The Jags did not fare well. The Banks of the Ohio River yesterday. The defense in some trouble. That's to say the least. They really, in the second half, struggled with a bunch of injuries. And then Joe Mixon running wild all over them. The offense has their moments, but they're going to have to score 30 a game, it feels like. Social questions, and we'll go around the National Football League. Tony, Pete, 33-25 the final, guys. What's up today? How are we, how are we feeling, you know, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever, now that I think about this, ask you, what does JP stand for? John Paul. That's incorrect. James Do you know, Patrick. Tony? Tony, James you don't Patrick. know? Patrick's correct. You don't know? Patrick's John correct. Patrick. Not, no, that's not right. Jeremiah Patrick. That's not that's not right either. What? Why are we playing this game in the opening of the show? What is going on? Because here? we wanted because we mentioned Joseph. lots of JP and we want to <laughs> yeah. know. And I was just thinking, I never never knew what JP meant. What's well, the, the, the old joke on uh, the morning show with with Hicken and Prosser was Juan Pablo. They just called me Juan Pablo all the time, and I, I never denied that. it. So that's kind of what it turned into. So what is the real? What is the real name? You know, some things are, are left uh, better on. Tony, will you believe uh, you know, this guy? I'm not, I'm not going well, there, man. Uh, okay, uh, it's, it's something okay. Patrick. So we know Patrick is the P. That's correct. So um, I'll let you Josiah. know when you say it, but, you know. Jeremiah, we're not gonna... Josiah. How about no. Josiah? No. How about no? How about no? Well, if How it's about Patrick, Jed- Shadrick, it should be. Jedediah. Jedediah. You know what, Tony? You're close. I'm close? Jedediah? You're not close with Jedediah. It's Jeremiah. It's not that easy. I already said Jeremiah. All right, let's move on. Joshua. Two hours of this crap. Joseph. Unbelievable. (laughs) We'll get it out of him. We're going to get it out of him. I'm going to keep going until you say it. I know you will. Uh, Jaguars fell in Cincinnati yesterday, 33-25. The Bengals (laughs) with the win and 505 total yards allowed. The Bengals punted once in the game, and they scored on every possession in the second half except for the kneel down in victory formation at the end of the thing there. And uh, the injuries mounted up. Uh, Henderson, Jack, Hayden all left the game on the defensive side. Doug Marone, after the game, especially when Miles Jack left the lineup, had some things to say about this defense. Yeah, I mean, anytime you lose, you know, what happens in this league, it's, it's tough to get these other guys a lot of reps, you know, during the course of a week. You know, you're very limited. So they're preparing in a different way that the guys that are on the field playing. I think Miles has been playing at an extremely high level for us. I think you saw that today early on. Uh, obviously, that was an unbelievable play that he made. And, you know, he's been making plays for us uh, the whole time. So, you know, C.J. Henderson goes out and D.J., you know, and then Clay Brooks goes in for him. And D.J., you know, Hayden goes out, um, you know, and then Miles is out. So 
um, you know, you got a chance to look at some tough guys that are that are that are really giving great effort and just um, um, you know that we're just going to keep coaching up and get these guys ready to go. Jags had a 13-10 halftime lead, but that went away in a hurry, guys, in that second half after all those injuries. Yeah, before uh, Jacob, going to be Jacob. That's incorrect. Or... No. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it when the show's done. Trying you got two hours. Um, so, JP, I think, I mean, Doug's right. I mean, losing your frontline guys doesn't help and it hurts. Um, but when all those guys were in outside CJ Henderson, I, I'm pretty sure they went down and scored two touchdowns. Um, the first two drives of the second half. So I, I don't think you can pin it on all on that. And also, injuries are part of this game, unfortunately. And guys get hurt. I mean, you're playing the Bengals team that were at, who were without their two starting defensive tackles, Mike Daniels uh, and Geno Atkins, or two of their frontline guys, DJ Reader, the three guys that kind of rotate in there. So, you know, you could go down the list. I mean, they had didn't have their starting tight end who was out for injuries. I mean, I just don't buy that always. Um, it's it's not fun. It's not a good part of the game. No one likes it, but. In the NFL, no one's going to feel sorry for you either. And I don't think Doug's asking for sympathy by by any means. I think when he was just answering the questions, like, hey, it's hard. And it is hard when you have, you know, guys, your better players go out. And I think it's even even harder um, based on how the roster's been built right now. I mean, it's super young. Um, the starters were young. Not a lot of experience. Not tested um, in the NFL. And then all of a sudden, you lose those guys and a couple guys that were tested around, you know, in Jack and uh, DJ Hayden, and you get even younger and less experience. And so you look at the roster from top to bottom and the way it's kind of been constructed, losing anybody makes it really difficult, even in the best circumstances in the NFL it's tough. But I think it's even, um, it's even amplified more um, based on, you know, where, where the Jaguars sit as a roster right now. When we were in school, you remember there was always a kid that never could get good grades. He always got F. F and finally he got the C and you clapped and you went, yay, he got a C. Well, you should clap for the Jaguars. They had a stop on the opening drive, right? That's his progress. And they actually made a punt, which they, did, they didn't make the Colts punt of the, the week one. So that's a step in the right direction. It, it, Tony, in a league of bad defense, and defense is terrible in this league, awful, they might be the worst in the league. And Teams are going to do whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want to them, even if their starters are on the field. It's a group of young guys. There's not a ton of talent there. They're not a good defense right now. And so anything that you get, if you get a stop on the opening drive, that's progress. And, and granted, the run late, you know, the, the runs by Mixon, the young player was out there corner after Anderson went out. And like you said, Toby talked earlier, he, it was a bad fit. But those are going to happen. But it's not a good defense right now. Show me, aside from Miles Jack, aside from Miles Jack, show me one player who's playing to the expectations that you thought he would play before the season. One. Give me one. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can, right? No. Maybe jo uh, Josh Allen is not, uh, I don't think. But you can't, no, Josh, though. You uh, thought he would. Josh Johnson. Would... I was going to say Josh Johnson. I think, you know, at safety, he's played Josh pretty well, Jones. hasn't he? Josh Jones. Josh. I mean, Josh Jones. Sorry, not Josh. <laughs> yeah. Josh Jones. Yeah. I'm trying. I've got a bunch of Jays. I'm trying to think of your name. But you didn't uh, have any expectation. expectation for him because you didn't think he was going to be well, a starter. Why, right. You didn't know. Yeah, that's why I said he's. That's why he's medium. Okay. What? <laughs> what were your expectations <laughs> for him? <bro? laughs> but okay. Is anybody else? Well, Henderson, the yeah, first Henderson, two weeks played Winger. well. Winger. 
expectations for him because you didn't think he was going to be on the field. Well, why is meeting So, him? of all the guys that you thought were going to be on the field, to be no, part of the defense, he, no. And, and Josh Allen's not. It's not a good right. team. Uh, and are they going the, to 11? They're not getting to 11, Pete. They might not. Get to 10. He backed off. They might not, yes, I'm backing off. JP, first of all, you and Pete both know I was trying to be positive, trying to bring energy to the show. I'm trying to be the opposite of Pete because he's so negative from the start. Thank you. Um, the reality is, is if they don't um, clean things up, they're not going to get to four. Right big, now, that's a big curve you just <laughs> Thank you very much for stating the obvious. But you look at it, if you think about this season so far, we were so hopeful after you know they beat the Colts, they won that game, and it was feeling good. And, but the reality was they never had to punt. I mean, it was not a great defensive effort. Philip Rivers handed them two turnovers, really poor balls by him. But you know what? They won the game, and that's awesome. Uh, crazy things happen opening weekend every year in the NFL, and that was one of the crazy things that happened. They had a good performance against uh, uh, Tennessee, but what we've learned about Tennessee, they have a bad defense too. And but we, but we couldn't get a stop when we had to. We couldn't get the drive when we had to either way. And then you go into the, and we, but we still felt pretty good about it because you know we never played well up in Tennessee, and that's kind of the narrative going into that game. But then the whole, then you're sitting there and everyone's talking. Oh, you got the Dolphins coming in. Oh, that's a team we should beat. And we got the Bengals. We have the easy part, quote unquote, of our schedule. Which always made me nervous, and because Pete, we've talked about this, JP, you and I have talked about this. Like every team when they play the Jaguars is saying the same thing. Like now we got a win, and we're not good enough to make anything easy right now. Um, and you lose two games, and really not close. You got pretty much dominated by the Dolphins on Thursday night football, thirty-one yep. thirteen. And the reality is, if you look at this game against Cincinnati, it was not as close as the final score. Um, they were dominated in the second half completely. Uh, the Dolphin, the Bengals are atrocious on defense themselves, if you look at the numbers. And and they were without, you know, they're starting nickel and some other pieces as well. And we already talked about the defensive tackles. And so it's just not a team that's very good. And it's a defense that can't rush the passer, can't stop the run. I mean, they're playing against arguably the worst offensive line of all of football on Sunday, and they did not get to the quarterback at all. Zero. They didn't affect him. They didn't make him move. They didn't make him nervous. They didn't make him blink. And and the reality is, and, and until that changes, until you start getting better on defense and start figuring out what to do, and offensively, you know, bring some consistency where you can actually. I mean, because you're going to have to win shootouts, and I'm not, I don't think this offense is capable of winning shootouts right. the way right now. Right. And so it's a t- it's a tough road. You're going to have to. You know, these young guys that are going to be asked to play because. You know, we'll wait for the injury report, but DJ Hayden going off on a on the cart yeah, after a really good. bad hamstring pull that he couldn't get up. Chenault hamstring, CJ Henderson shoulder didn't come back. Miles Jack with an ankle didn't come back. Hopefully, you know it's one week. You know Cam Robinson, who's your best offensive lineman or is playing at the highest level in my opinion, um, goes out. I mean, you got significant issues on a team that wasn't playing all that well. When it had some of its better players in there, it's too bad they beat the Colts. Come on, Pete. The Come on, Pete. Come what? on, man. What? You, you mean, play to win the game, that... Pete. Well, well, they didn't punt, so they got lucky to win the game. They did, but 
if they were zero and four, think about how much brighter the future would be right now. You'd be in a you'd be in a runoff like with the Jets to see who doesn't win one the rest of the way. You know, kind of to the yeah. point. To the point of all the scoring, right? I mean, you, you mentioned the defense is not great around the league right now, Pete. Yes, uh, this, this week so far in the NFL, three winning teams, only three have won with a point total less than 30 points. Everybody else is scoring 30 or more points in their games, and that's, that's not just a one-week thing. This is – got to score, and, you know, obviously – Yeah, but JP, JP yeah. – you're, you're gonna okay. The, you're gonna say, oh, they scored or whatever, and, and they weren't that bad. That team was ravaged by the Eagles front last week. Right. I don't know if you watched that tape, Tony, but my God, right. they nearly maimed the. Uh, game. I watched every snap. Yes, he's I saw. lucky it to be walking terrible. around. Yep, he's lucky. Lucky to be walking awful. around. Yep. They couldn't do. They couldn't get it done. Uh, and they had what uh, one but, official sack, and it was because he slid early before the line of scrimmage. And on the line of scrimmage, and they hit him just five times. Where were the five it, hits? It, I don't it, remember those. It, it, well, they were bumps. They, they, well, the I one mean, was on, Devon the, on the bootleg by the by the corner that one time when he came right. up and blasted. Yeah. And Devon Hamilton had a good pass rush, give him credit. He got a good hit. Other than that, they bumped them around a little bit. Um, but Pete, you go back. I mean, I don't even want to talk about the draft and like let's try to lose them all so we get the best no, draft pick because I don't think five. the Jets are going to lose They're any. Doing that. Are going to win any? And, and starting to talk about the draft right now. Well, then you have to start having confidence. You get to pick the right guys. That's true. That's true. But you do have two picks in the first round, <laughs> and you got a lot of picks. So you got to figure you get a couple of them right. Look, there's some good, there's some young talent on this team. Let's let's be real. I, I think when you look at it, getting James Robinson, getting Robinson when they got him is awesome. Getting okay, Chenault, stop, stop there. Let's go one at a time because I want to do this. I, I agree. I like some of the young players a lot. I tell you what, let's do and, this when we come back. Then we'll go through why? individually. Why do we have to do it when we come back? Because it's Jeremiah. time for a break. That's why. And I'd like to go okay, through Jonathan. it a little more. Okay, John. A little more Jonah. thoroughly. That's not Jonah. it. Jonah. Jonah no. Patrick? No. Jonah Patrick. You're 0 for 2. Jesse? No. Judah? Judah no. Patrick? No. No. None of the above. Tell us if we get it right anyway. Oh, I, no, I, I'll tell you if we get it right, but you're way off. It's uh, We're just underway on Jaguars. Happy All right, should Jack. Be interesting. All right, Jack. That's not it either. Jackson Patrick. We can't wait to be Duval <laughs> together again. The Jags are taking every precaution to keep fans safe. At the bank this year, from cashless concessions to contactless entry. Visit jaguars.com slash stadium and learn more. We'll let Tony Google some more J names back in a moment. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity 
I'm Jacksonville Jaguars General Manager Dave Caldwell. Did you know you can ride your bike to every Jaguars home game at TIAA Bank Field and valet it for free? Stop by our bicycle check-in tent sponsored by Alert Today Florida near Gate 1 at TIAA Bank Field. An on-duty Zen Cog bike professional will park your bike and ensure it's secure during the game. When the game is over, return your claim ticket to pick up your bike. For cycling safety tips, visit alerttodayflorida.com. Remember, alert today, alive tomorrow, because safety doesn't happen by accident. Go Jaguars. Jaguars fans, game day is back, and while it might look a little different this year, the good times, smooth drinks, and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the Jags with Jameson. So pull up a seat, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger, and lime, and enjoy game day with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates. Saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. At Jacksonville International Airport, the health and safety of travelers is their number one priority. They're doing everything they can to mitigate the spread of COVID-19. From adhering to CDC cleaning guidelines, requiring facial coverings in the terminal, and encouraging social distancing at every point of the airport experience. For a comprehensive look at what the airport, airlines, and their shops, restaurants, and rental cars are doing to keep passengers safe, please visit jacksairportcares.com to learn more. Hey, it's the Good Greek Spiro, and I am proud to announce that Good Greek Moving and Storage is now the official mover of your Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are making all of the right moves, and you should too. So when it's time for you to move, do it like the Jags and call the Good Greek. Simply dial star star Greek from your cell or go to goodgreek.com. That's goodgreek.com. Good Greek Moving and Storage, official movers of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good Greek Moving and Storage, your superhero movers. The mood in the locker room is basically we got to stick together and the outside. I know we get home and we look on Instagram, we look at Twitter and, you know, a lot of times we are, you know, the laughing stock because people love making jokes when they're not in the fire with us. But, you know, it's, at this point, it's forget them. You know, when I go out there and play, I'm playing for those 53, 56 guys. I don't care. I'm going to put my body on the line. And that's just what we have to do. And I feel like that's the, the feeling. And if it's not, that's what the feeling is going to be. You know, we just have to go out there. I don't care if we win every game moving on or don't win every game moving on. We're not going to quit for sure. And that's the mindset that we got to have. And somebody's going to have to feel us. Tell them, DJ. DJ Chark, Jaguars wide receiver after the game yesterday in Cincinnati. And welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick. Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli. Your social questions hey, in the second uh, hour. What are you looking at, Tony? I can just tell that look. What? He thinks he has it. He thinks uh, he has it. Uh, no, I, I, I do have it. It's, it's Jared. Ah. Shadrick. How about that? 
Congratulations. You looked it up somewhere. Yeah, you must have. I, I found an article back in 2006 when the Suns hired one Jared Chadwick. So wait, so wow. when he got hired, he was Jared Chadwick? It's a long time ago. The article says Jared, quote, unquote, J.P. Chadwick. Okay. <laughs> Three rules of broadcasting. Get all your commercials in, get out on time, and don't say bad words on the air. That's, <laughs> that's, a good, that's actually, actually good <laughs> advice. Thank you. Right, yes. So why did you go from Jared to J.P.? Uh well let's see subway subway commercial that's not, <laughs> not, not it at all um no because <laughs> you're ridiculous dude you're so ridiculous no dad called me that when I was young and then uh, I just wanted something a little different when I was kind of coming up in, in broadcasting so I went with that. You're like, it's like a Hollywood name. It's like somebody changed their name to go to Hollywood. I just decided to change it. Yeah. It was like 2005, though, man. Like, I was right out of college. You know what? Tony, if I'm not mistaken, your first name isn't Tony either. No, it's my middle name's Anthony. I go by my middle name. Don Anthony Baselli. Am I the only guy on here that uses his real name? My God. What's your whole name, Pete? Peter Salvatore Prisco. Oh, <laughs> Really? Sal, what's wrong? I'm going to start calling you Sal. You call me whatever you want to. I'll, <laughs> I'll change my name to P.S. Frisco. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go all back. Right. We're going to talk about Let's go back. all the young players. Let's go through each of them. I can't remember what your point was, but you wanted Okay. We're talking about the guys that are legitimate pieces to build around on this team right now. Robinson, one. No doubt. Yeah, no, James Robinson. But and, listen. Great find, but fortunate to find a guy that is that good, impactful. I mean, I think, JP, you said this st uh, statistic, you know, back on early, uh, earlier in the games, like the first, like only the third undrafted rookie free agent to start at running back in like 30 years or yeah, something right. like crazy yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Right. I mean, that you just can't, you don't count on that. But yes, he's a good building block, a good player. Is he on pace to have more yards from scrimmage right now than Fournette did last year? I read Correct. that somewhere. That's right. Yes, if he keeps his wow. pace. Yes. I mean that that and and people were raving about Fournette's year, even though you know he's not there anymore. That's pretty impressive for an undrafted rookie. So he's one. DJ Chark and Chenault are two and three as well in the process. You keep those are guys you build around. No question. Agreed. Okay. Both Offensive good second. Line. Both good second round picks. Correct. Offensive line. You're going to have to make a decision with your starting center, I think. Makes a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a starting center. That is there been a significant drop-off of Shatley in the lineup? Uh, it has not been noticeable. And I haven't watched well, the film because I had some technology issues this morning, so I, I wasn't able to watch it. Um, but they're going to have to pay Cam Robinson. Uh, I think he, now we'll see if he's healthy. That's a big unknown right now, but based on the body of work through four games. I mean, he has really improved his footwork. He looks like a franchise left tackle. I mean, he looks good. He does look good. So you might be faced with a decision where you let your center go, and if you can, and keep pay your left tackle. Well, they're going to have to pay him if they want to keep him. Or well, you can't pay all those guys. You can't have all that money on that line. You just can't. Agreed. Okay. So, but the building blocks, Taylor and Robinson should be building blocks now. The way if Robinson continues to play the way he's playing this year, yep. Can 
Norwell and Linder, one or two of those guys are going to have – you would think you would keep well, one well, or two Cam, of them. Well, well, Cam is not expensive, so you're going to keep him at right guard. He's had a very nice – He's got year. one more year, right, on that deal, I think, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. He just signed a new one in the offseason, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Two years. That was a year ago. Yeah. So, so it was, he's it was, got – I think it was a four-year deal, though. So, yeah. So he's yeah, got two more years left. Yeah. You keep him. So then you got decisions to make with Norwell and, and Linder for, for their price that they are. So, But their building blocks are three of the five, or you can – to keep around so that's pretty good you would think then you got to figure out there's nothing at tight end that you have to keep uh, any of it none of it uh so that, that's it that's the that's that's your building blocks on offense True. You, you left off you left off a very key one and that's the quarterback you are now it sounds like in the position like he's not the guy i think you look at the two teams play a game yesterday and one of those isn't like the other <laughs> so, okay, that's so that's a, a that's such a cop out. Like, the question is: is he, is he the guy or not? No, he's not. He's a capable player to start games and have accent seasons where you win and everything goes right, but it's not sustainable success at the quarterback position. I just don't believe that it is, and I like him. I, I like what he's done. I like the way he, his personality and everything else. But the, the numbers are going to tell you a different story, I think, than who he is. If you know that, know what I mean by that. Just like Blake Bortles' numbers that one year told a far different story from who he was. Right. Sometimes we've got to be careful in the numbers. Um, I, and I'm not, by any stretch of the imagination, is any of this on him right now? He's, he's the least of their problems. But you better solve that position to make everything else around it better. And I don't know if he's that guy to make it all around it better. Joe Burrow makes it all around them better. I don't think Gardner Minshew does. You disagree with me, Tony? I don't think you disagree with me. Um, I'll say this. I'm going to still ride the fence um, on this one in this, from this sense, Pete. Is, uh, in fairness to him, let's give him 16 games. Uh, I was asked this morning with Dan and Jeff, you know, what I think, you know, grade him or whatever. And I said, if I was really grading him, I'd probably give him a B right now based on what he, how he's played so far this year. Um, now, am I ready to sign up and wave the flag and go sign into a long-term deal because he's the franchise quarterback and I can, and like, I'll put my job on the line for that. No, I'm not. Am I ready to bury him and say, he can't do it. No, I'm not there either. And, and like, and so I think it's a, if you're looking, and, and this is going to be a debate for the rest of the year with the fan base and, and on shows like this and the talk show, is, is Mark Minshew the guy? I agree with you from the standpoint, it is really dangerous to go based on numbers because if you look at that game yesterday, he had 340 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception, 101 quarterback rating. I don't think anyone would, after watching the tape of that, would say that was a, you know, a top-end quarterback performance. A lot of those yards are at the end, soft defense, not a very good defense. You're playing from behind. You're playing hurry up, um, so on and so forth. So um, with that, I mean, I'm, and so I want to see more. I want to see 12 more games. But you're saying say you won 16 games. You won 16 games. I, I won 16 games. I understand games. that. But if you had to make the decision right now, if you have to, you don't get your 16 games. You got to make it right now. What are you saying? Because sometimes in life you don't get what you want. And I'm not going to give you the 16 games. I'm saying right now, 
Well, but you don't have that power, really, Pete, because I can I I play play. It's a yes or no, Tony. <laughs> yes or no. Hey, Jared, relax. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Don. Easy, Don. Uh, you too, Sal. Well, uh, um, uh, right now, if I had to bet everything, like everything I have on it, no. No, I, I just, I just think right now, more... but, I, but I, but I want to make sure I, like, people listen. I'm not saying he can't be right. He like here's, be I'll give you one. After four games last year, if you had to tell me I had to bet everything on Josh Allen being the franchise quarterback, or after his rookie year, I'd be like, eh, <laughs> he looks the part, but he's pretty skittish in the pocket, and he got better throughout last year. By the end of the year, you're like, all right, and then this year, it's like he's the man. It's obvious. But there were also some some traits you could look at. And well, say, that, oh but Pete, and that's what I that's what I was going to get to. But the difference is, Josh Allen is six four, can run, and has a howitzer for a right arm, and so he has like top level qualities. Um, and I think it was Bill Belichick, no, uh, Bill Parcells, you say is like, like there's you, you build out like there's certain specific uh, spec, uh, specifications for uh, each guy at each position. And the more you get away from those specific, uh, those kind of qualities that are determined, you know, what you want at that position, like you start like justifying a certain guy, even though he doesn't fit the profile. And basically, I think it was him who said, like, you get, like, he tells the scouts, like, you get one of those a year. Like, you can go give me, like, like to take a chance on. But other than that, if you look at over the uh, history of the game, there's certain profile that a guy, like, you, and then if you don't have that, and everyone will bring up Drew Brees. Well, Drew Brees, you know, his arm isn't one. I mean, it was never – like, when he came out, I don't remember having a questionable arm. It was an okay arm. It's but, better than it was. Once he had shoulder surgery, his arm became stronger. And But another thing that you have to remember about Drew Brees, this is an older Drew Brees, is obviously losing his arm strength. If you lose something like that, then you have to be, like, over the top at other levels. And Drew Brees from the pocket can see things and anticipate things that the average dude just doesn't do. Yep. And so, and I'm not saying Gardner can't do any of those. All I'm saying is the reason, like a guy like Josh Allen, you like give a little bit more um, patience for is because he has like tangible like attributes that like you just are there. Um, with Gardner, but I'm going to go like, back to third and two. Third and two yesterday, first first drive, I think it was, or the second drive where they ended up missing the field goal. Third and two, he goes back into the pocket. It's clean as can be. Clean as can be. He's got no pressure. It was third and four, and he started. Third and four. Third and four, that's what it was. Ended up fourth and two. And he had Chenault on the right side, wide open for a first down. And he put his head down, put two hands on the ball, which he's apt to do in the pocket sometimes. What was the motion from last week, Pete? What was the motion from last week you did? (laughs) <laughs> when he does that like you're turning butter two, or something yeah just when he puts two hands on the ball in the pocket it infuriates me but and so yes those are the little things drew Brees probably doesn't do that he probably gets back to the right side and in fairness to drew Brees, i mean fairness to Minshew, drew Brees been doing it a long time Minshew right has- and that's why and that's why like you forced me to make a decision if i had to bet everything right now okay i'd make that bet but i'm not ready to bear i'm not ready to give up on him i'm not I'm like let's wait Let's see what happens over 16 games. But I, where I'm in a wild alignment with UP is please don't base it just on a bunch of numbers. Like, no. Because that's where you get in trouble, and that's where teams get in trouble. 
Don't you get the feeling too, and and you guys are in Jacksonville, but just I'm talking about nationally too, that people want him to succeed. So they're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think they like him. He's likable. He's He seems like a fun guy and, and people like him. And in that town, they really like him. And so I think they're, they're hoping he and seeing things maybe that that aren't there. You don't. Pete, you don't I like him. <laughs> right. I want him, I'm, like I'm rooting him. for him. Like yeah. I want him to be the guy. You're missing, think, like, don't take this as like me not. Like, no, I'm I not want saying. Him to. I'm I not think, saying. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying me. I'm just right. saying in general. When there's a guy who's likable, we have a tendency at times to look past the flaws more than maybe you would have for another guy. That's all I'm saying. It's it's almost like Pete, you you sometimes see what you want to see and and don't see what you yeah. don't want to see. That's it's exactly selective, right. Selective sight. Yeah. That, yeah. Like my wife, my wife has that problem. She really likes me, <laughs> loves me, and she just like somehow does not see. Like, like somehow she. I don't know. She's convinced. She's yeah. Sometimes she's convinced herself <laughs> that I'm like good looking, and I don't know how she does it, but she does it. But like Joe, back to the football. No, Joe, Burrow looks like, Joe Burrow looked like a quarter NFL quarterback yesterday. Pete, I've seen all four of his games now because I, you know, I watched the tape of the first one because I covered the second one. I watched the tape of his third one because we played him week four. So I've watched all four of his games. Um, he will be as long as he doesn't get hurt behind that offensive line. Uh, he will be a top five All Pro quarterback that will lead a team um, to the Super Bowl. He is that good. He is you, special. You, you must be listening to me. You're finally listening to me. I love it. Because I right, said no. on draft day, on draft day, and these oh. guys give me crap about it, I said he would win one, maybe two Super Bowls in the next 10 years. So now they all created a hashtag, two and 10, to, to just get under my skin. I didn't say two. I said he would one, maybe two. He is that good. And I think, you know, I hold – Back a little bit on quarterbacks. I think he's going to be a superstar. All right, guys. Let's come yeah, I'm back. with you. Let's come back in a moment. We'll uh, get back into this Jaguars defense and uh, get back to what happened yesterday in Cincinnati and how things can improve if they can improve moving ahead. Coming up, second hour, we'll get to your social questions. We'll look around the National Football League as well. This Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in-ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity at Vistar, we believe in better especially in helping build a better financial future for our members so we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up we've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates saving members more than a million dollars this year in addition to the millions we save them every year if you believe that saving money is better join vistar we never forget that it's your money all loans subject to approval insured by ncua Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. 
Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Jaguars fans, game day is back. And this year, we've teamed up with Jameson to add another win to your week with official Jaguars and Jameson branded collectible stadium cups. They're only available for a limited time in the Jacksonville metro area. So grab yours today, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger and lime, and cheer on the Jags with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. Some things make a house your home. Like a quick heating oven that makes the aroma of warm chocolate chip cookies your thing. When cooking with natural gas, you get the best temperature control, save money, and earn a rebate up to $200. Who wants cookies? Your home. Our safe, reliable, efficient energy. Love natural gas. Find rebate details at peoplesgas.com. Hi, this is Dr. Patrick Basil of Basil Plastic Surgery and Wellness. I'm a proud veteran of the U.S. Navy, and during my active duty time, I had the amazing privilege to serve our country and those who were wounded in combat. Helping my patients return to a normal life, I was able to provide an unparalleled level of care, which I've carried over to my own private practice today. As the official plastic surgeon of the Jaguars, I invite you to visit us at patrickbasilmd.com. I would like to wish the Jags best of luck in today's game. I mean, their offensive line gets paid too, just like us. They did their job, we didn't. Uh, I think we have tremendous talent on this D-line. I mean, first-round talent, you know, year in and year out, that's on this team right now, and we're not getting enough. I think we'll have to look at ourselves and really see that there's a lot of problems, but there's some things that start with us up front, and definitely pressure is one of them. Avery Jones, Jaguars defensive tackle after the game in Cincinnati yesterday. They didn't get home to the quarterback enough. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans. I'm Jared with Don and Sal. Glad you're along <laughs> hey, with us. By the us. way, if, if I was a beat guy covering this team right now, he'd be like one of my go-to guys, I think. Oh, he's great. He's fantastic. So let me – I want to jump on something he said, though. And I, it, it just hit me, which is terrible. So I cover the football team. For a defensive line that has three first-round draft picks on it and is performing this poorly, that is shocking when you think about it. Very. Well, think about it, Tony, though. One of them well, – Hold on. I'm a, but, Pete, just before you go through it, think about that. As a team, we've invested right. three first-round picks, two, you know – one top 10, the other in the 20s, or teens 20s. One teens, one 20s. Um, now, granted, one of them, two of them are very young. Well, I guess David's young, too. But, like, that is shocking to me when you think about it. It's almost like you go to the Bengals, who've invested all this, you know, draft capital on offensive linemen, you know, and they're awful on the offensive line. Yeah, but really, have they invested all that much on the offensive line? Yes. Jonah Williams, first rounder. 
the kid who can't start the backup center. Billy Price. Billy Price, first rounder. Um, they had two That's guys, Abuehi. First rounder. Well, those That's are right. way back in the day. You're going back in the day. Those are. That's been a while with the other kid too. That was a flop. Or they drafted Fisher. two of them. Yeah, that, that, that was only like six years ago, Pete. I was going to say yeah. you can do that with the Jags defense too. Dante Fowler, throw him in the mix too, right? I mean, that's only that's, that's a, Pete. When, think about this. That's for the Bengals. That's only, and this is the offensive line where you usually keep guys that are but first the, rounders. But for the a while. group now that's on the field isn't isn't only has the only first rounder that's on the field right now is is no, uh, Jonah fair. Williams. That, but the Jaguars are playing three first rounders yes. on that defense. Chason played Chason played 53% of the snaps yesterday. I think that's his highest of the year. He made a nice play on the run play that one time. I think he hurt his hand on it, you know what I'm talking about when he came down and made the tackle. But again, he's a kid. What is his fourth game? So, okay, we'll give benefit of the doubt. Josh Allen is a playing isn't playing up to his standards right now. I think he'd be the first one to tell you. But he has no help in the middle. And David Bryant is just a guy. That's what he is. He's a guy. He's a backup rotational defense. He, he, you guys used to have like four guys like him on your roster. He went better. He better than Seth Payne. Yeah, I mean, from a yes production no. standpoint. Is, is he better than Seth Payne? From a production standpoint, no. And what was that? Seth? Seth Payne wasn't a starter, right? He was a backup. No, it was him, Ronaldo, Yurko. Walker. Gary Walker was a stud. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. So oh, you got him down on that one. He's the one. If you, when you draft a guy in that spot, he's supposed to be able to handle the stuff on the inside and allow those young guys to get up the field and be, or at least be a part, a dominant player inside or, or a, close to dominant player and he's not he's not awful that's the thing about it he's not awful he's just not good he just is yeah i haven't, I haven't watched the tape this week so i saw just 10 play or five well plays. you saw three games of them so far well, okay that's fair how would you say what would you say he's a guy a rotational guy right that's what yeah, he's he would a guy. say yeah he's like okay is there much difference between him and gostas Different position. Gosses plays. Yeah, down. but for the same position. But I'm saying for his position, his position. Oh, it'd be hard to like. Is there a difference between him and who's our backup? Uh, Doug Costin or you know or Devon Hamilton or no? It's like just no. None of them. None of them are going to you know. Here, play better. Is Schobert a disappointment so far? Sure, we played um, pretty I'd good the say, first couple I'd weeks, say, right? I'd only say no because it allowed Miles Jack to go to Will. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, no. that right there makes him a better because Miles Jack has been a star. Awesome. He's been awesome. That's where he should have been playing all along. Like, like Pro Bowl, all pro, like stud. Yep. Where would you have put Telvin, what? though? You couldn't move Telvin anywhere. He's way better than Telvin. He is so much better than Telvin Smith. Oh, yeah. I'm not yep. saying he's not, but at the time, Telvin Smith was playing at a Pro Bowl put, level, too. Put Telvin, Smith, Smith in, Telvin Smith never played at a Pro Bowl level. He went to, he went to the Pro Bowl, but he never played at a Pro Bowl level. Put, he made tackles 20 yards down the field. He got blown off the ball. He made a couple splash plays. He was never a Pro Bowl. Guy. They paid him like one. You could have you made, made him a strong safety. He ran well enough. Make him a strong safety. And he couldn't him. run I mean, backwards. Is, huh? Can run backwards. 
to be a safety. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So he's I, a look, linebacker. Miles Jack is, is right now is probably playing better than any player on the team. And he, yes, and, I would agree. He is the yeah. best player on that team. Right now, he is. No question. Yes. And that's why that injury hurts so bad. So again, yeah. back to my back to my original question about Joe Schobert. He's done nothing to stand out to me. No, he has not. Hmm. He hasn't done anything terrible though either. He's been to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, he's been to the so, Pro Bowl. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. So, so. that's uh, that's the state of the defense these days, and help's not on the way. This is not. This time of well, year. Well, there's no, there's no backup, JP. Think, right. Look at the back. Look at the reserves. They're that's, thin. It's a thin right. team. They were thin going in with all the the opt outs and the COVID and that stuff, and then now they're really thin with guys getting hurt. So here's one: Should they start playing Shaq Quarterman hmm. instead of Schobert? <laughs> well, no, I mean, come on, Pete. Well, I mean, you, but you bring up a good. I want to. I want to pivot a little bit instead of stupid question that Pete asked. It's not and a stupid question when you think about it for the future. It's just Paige Schobert. Schobert. You just Paige what are you doing? Pete, shut up! Come on! You, you, this is the dumbest thing you've ever said. Not Madden, Pete. What is Schobert's contract? It's big. Um, I'll look it up. But I, I don't want to go down that pathway because it's stupid. <laughs> but, it is. But stupid. here's a here's a conversation that I think is important because I hear a lot of fans. You read on Twitter, fire Todd Wash. And I don't think Todd Wash is the issue. I don't think as a coordinator, like you tell me what a court, like, like what would you do differently outside of going to, you could argue that you should have gone to a three, four because of. Yes. But, okay. But that, but. That ship has so sailed. That Can't do that now. Can't do that now. So like, I look at the talent and what like, Go look at the secondary right now. Like, what do you want him to do? You want him to blitz all the time and leave him back there in man coverage? No, they can't handle that. Like, what do you want him to do? Like, he can't get pressure with four. Well, they did, good, they, they, they did a good job against the run until this week. And Hayden had played poorly all year, even before. And so, the like, I, like when they when people kill. Todd Wash, and granted, I, he's a friend. I like Todd personally a lot, and so maybe I'm biased, but I don't see it. I don't see him as the issue. They should have changed the scheme once they drafted Chase on. Should have. But, okay, but okay, let's say that's the case. Shouldn't you like have that conversation before you draft him? Like, hey, we're going to draft a guy who's a, you know, and are we going to change? If the conversation's no, then do you draft him? Now, well, that's according a good- to Dave. According to Dave, the Jason was the fourth highest rated overall player on his draft board. And so you take him for value, whatever. Um, and maybe he'll work his way into a very good defensive end. Like I'm not, like I think the kid is really talented, really athletic. I think he's learning a new position and you have to give him time. But to have to start him and play significant snaps on it, you know, when you're struggling defensively, that's hard on a coordinator. Sure. Hey, guys, let's come back in a moment. We will uh, continue the conversation on defense in just a little bit. We're going to hear from Jags owner Shad Khan when we come back. He was in the building today or in the flex field today with an announcement with Mayor Lenny Curry and Jags president Mark Lamping on Lot J, the development announced today. It's Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital network. 
DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization. That's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Price is subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! Slot right, move 42, hot, hot. A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F-150, official truck of the NFL. Based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales. Hey Jacksonville, this is Joe Deeb from Bono's. I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms. We appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis. For over 71 years, we have been here for you through good times and bad. Our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Daly's. This is uh, part of our commitment to the city of Jacksonville, I think, to have a vital downtown. And, uh, um, you know, I said this uh, eight years ago, plus when I was introduced as owner of the Jaguars, I was going to look for every way. All right, uh, Jaguars owner Shad Khan earlier today in the flex field. And an event to announce the uh, development upcoming in Lot J. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick with uh, Don and Sal with us on uh, Jaguars Happy Hour. Uh, yeah, uh, Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry 
had the announcement today. Jaguars owner Shad Khan was there as well as Jaguars president Mark Lamping to announce a uh, a new reworking of the Lot J project, a $450 million mixed-use development in Lot J. The uh, That has to go through the city council still, of course, so that will be filed uh, apparently according to uh, Mayor Lenny Curry very soon. And then once it passes through, then uh, Lamping said today that construction could begin as early as early next year and to get the full Lot J completed would be about 36 months or so, according to Lamping. So big news today, and now it has to go through the, the governmental procedure to, to move forward. Tony, it could be a, a, a big boost for downtown Jacksonville and certainly the area right around the stadium here. I don't hear him. Hey, there you are. Tony, are you there? <laughs> oh, sorry, that might, be the best, that might be the best stuff he's ever said right there. <laughs> right, I was on I was on mute for some reason. We were anyway, waiting with anticipation. I was, saying, I, I, I was um, yeah, it's great. First of all, to have a strong downtown would be great for all of Jacksonville, not just the football team, and to have more uh, infrastructure around the stadium. I think everyone would agree that Daly's place was an amazing addition. Um, I think it would just start to kick off to several other projects in that area. And to start bringing more people downtown, which I think would be outstanding. And it just shows the commitment that uh, Shad and his family have uh, to the community and making um, Jacksonville a better place to live for everyone. And I, so I think it's a great deal. I love it. I love the idea. Look, I, I, I don't live there anymore, but I've lived, I lived there for 30 years. And the one thing that was lacking was something downtown to bring people down there. And I'll give you an example. I live in Fort Lauderdale now. And Fort Lauderdale, when I grew up here out west, was a ghost town. I mean, it wasn't a lot of buildings. There are cranes and high rises and bars and restaurants going up all over the place. And I think that's what's lacking in downtown Jacksonville. People don't go there. Take a, you know, where you take an Uber and you can bounce around to 10 different restaurants and bars and have a good time. There's nowhere to do that in downtown Jacksonville. This would be great. I hope it. Uh, if the the artist's rendering of it, I mean, my God, they, that looks like it's going to be a, a fun place. It doesn't look like there's enough room in Lot J for all that, though, is there? <laughs> yeah, there is. Absolutely. Really? It's going to be packed then, in there. And then the good. shipyards maybe get developed. Then you have all this, this downtown uh, people living down there and, and, and just to bring back the community. One problem, though. What happens when they move the stadium to the south side? Oh, the okay. Easy. Just stop, Pete. Easy, Pete. <laughs> oh, you know, hey. Oh, and, you goodness. know, Pete, you know, as old as you are, it's your birthday today. You're 60. So, uh, I am. you know, you're going to be really old when this thing gets done. Yeah, well, I'm really old now, Tony. You, you won't be able to bounce around the Uber and go to the bars. You'll be too old. Oh, yes, I will. I'll be 85 and doing that. Are you kidding me? I'll be 85 <laughs> bouncing around going to the bars in an Uber, and I'll be 100 sitting there criticizing bad quarterback play, wearing a, di- wearing a diaper, by the way, by then. <laughs> Uh, that's a that's a visual I really don't want. <laughs> oh. And yeah, we buried the lead. It is your birthday today, Pete. It is my birthday. Wow, I whiffed on that one. Totally whiffed on yeah, that one. You did. That's okay. Hey, but back to the stadium though. Aren't they going to have to redo the stadium? Yeah. I mean, it has it has to get done. You know, that's that's why I joked around about moving it. To, and they have to create their own facility. I'm a big believer in that. I think teams need their own facility. Yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, I can't imagine all the investment, <coughs> excuse me, all the investment going on down there without some plans in the next five years to redo the stadium in some sort of manner. 
uh, on that area. And I agree with you, Pete, having a facility somewhere else in the greater Jacksonville area would be great. It would be good for the team. It would be good for the organization. Like, like moving away from downtown, like out to the, to like where Butler Boulevard area or something over there. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, anywhere. I mean, there's a yeah. bunch of places. Yeah, I agree. Because you, you look around, teams, facilities usually aren't near the stadium. Well, not, well they are in some right. cases. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, so not like, much you, anymore. You've been, in, you've been to Minneapolis. You know where their facility That's is. It's right. in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice, though. And it started a bunch of development around that as well, uh, which they've Correct. turned into a community center. We were up there for training camp uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, let's come he back. He can double dip. He can develop around his, his facility if he moves it to the south side. Sure. Why he's, not? Are you going to invest? Yeah, are you in, Pete? No, but maybe he should hire me, though. I'll develop. I'm consultant? Yeah, you're a developer. <laughs> Sal the consultant. <laughs> Great. It's just what we need. No, I just think quarterback that's all i do yeah. let's let's come back second hour of jaguars happy hour christian ponder yeah. uh, i've had some bad ones had a lot of, uh, josh allen i'm the only one on that one jaguars happy hour on the jaguars digital network Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body checking your phone getting in the car sitting at your desk checking the phone getting in your car sitting at your desk checking your phone for the 50th time today if you do anything with regularity you should get massaged with regularity massage envy keep your body working Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why live with foot or ankle pain? If you have persistent pain, numbness, tingling, burning pain on the bottom of your foot, or swelling that doesn't improve with home treatment, it may be time to see Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute. Our foot and ankle specialists have innovative new options to help you get back in the swing of things without persistent pain that slows you down. Call JOI 2000 or go to joionline.net for an appointment. Brooks Rehabilitation outpatient locations throughout Florida are currently open and accepting in-person and telehealth appointments. They're following CDC guidelines to include screenings, temperature checks, face masks, social distancing, and additional sanitizing of all surfaces. They're taking extra precautions to ensure your safety so you can focus on your recovery. Please call their central intake unit at 904-345-7277, option 3, to schedule your visit. 
Brooks Rehabilitation is the official rehabilitation provider for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day. There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims. Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side. Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. I mean, that's our goal. I mean, that's what we're looking to do. I mean, you know, we wound up taking the football, um, you know, in a game and we go there and we throw an interception, you know, an interception of, uh, you know, the guy just pops the ball up in the air and, and we throw an interception. The defense comes on and does a good start. So, um, you know, I think, you know, in the second half we come out, we don't really start fast, you know, and, and that's where we wanted to do a good job. I think the whole goal is to go ahead for, you know, four quarters and, and really do a good job and trying to put a full game together. I think that's what our goal is. Head coach Doug Marone after the game yesterday in Cincinnati. The Jags fall to the Bengals, their third consecutive loss to fall to one and three, and welcome into the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, the birthday boy, and Tony Baselli. The uh, Jags trying to get back on track this week against the Houston Texans, and breaking news during the timeout, Adam Schefter of ESPN reporting that the Texans have fired their head coach and GM, Bill O'Brien. And Romeo Crennel is the likely interim head coach. Pete, huge news from Houston. Did O'Brien fire himself? He's a <laughs> troll. <laughs> hey, Bill, get in here. I'm going to fire you. Why? Because you're not doing a good job. Okay, you're fired. Look, you can't start that way. I would have given him a couple more games if he beat the Vikings, but you lose to the Vikings. That, that can't happen at home. The opening part of the schedule was brutal. I don't know if any coach would have had a, with his roster would have navigated through that without a without a victory either with a with, you know not winning a game. But come on, he had to go. And here's the problem: Jack Easterby now has control of that team. You know that he once worked for the Jaguars. Did you know that? No. Doing what? He was something inside that organization. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Look it up. He worked for the Jaguars. Wait, I don't. I I don't even remember. But he did. He worked in the building. So it's interesting. We, I mean, direct uh, ramifications for this team going up there to play the Houston. It's going to be a little bit of a interesting situation within the Houston uh, Texans organization. You know how they handle it. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I can't think of their coordinator. But until this past game, he was calling plays. So. Um, but Bill O'Brien was pretty involved in the game plan and everything else. And and then bigger picture for the Houston Texans, my goodness, how they ever allowed him to take over as GM and make the moves that he did, um, giving up the draft capital he did for – Well, they don't have the first and second round pick. I know. That's what I'm saying because of the trade to the Dolphins and, and you know, and then paying Tunsil $22 million bucks a year. By the way, is the, the quarterback's kind of overrated a little bit too, I think. He holds the football too long. I mean, again, I said this before the season on this show, 26 touchdown passes is his career high, and you would think he threw 40 in a couple of those seasons. Um, I don't know if he's as good as they say he is. He's good, but I don't know if he's great. 
And that's part of the problem with that team right now. He hasn't played close to being a great quarterback. He's got a lot of yeah. stuff late in the game and garbage time, but he hasn't played that well. So, but I, so but I really think a shock. The timing is though, Pete, this early in the season. Oh, and four though, Tony. I mean, with a team that most people, a lot of people, pick to win that win that division. And they've dominated I the did. division over the last what six years, right? For the most part. Yeah, but I mean. I still go back to the you know last couple off seasons where they allowed him to really do what he did with the roster and the draft capital and everything else, losing DeAndre Hopkins and getting you know David Johnson back for one of the best receivers in all of football. I mean, just a defense that is you know at one point was one of the better defenses. Now you look at it, it's old and not very good. Um, they traded what two tough. two first rounders to Miami to get the tackle before they had a contract ready, right? So then the contract comes around and they got to pay him. And then, it, well, he got rid of Clowney because he didn't like Clowney, and Clowney right. wasn't worth. Quite frankly, Clowney wasn't worth the money. That was actually not a bad deal to get rid of him. Hopkins has done well, but he's hurt again. He played hurt yesterday. He's hurt. He's banged up. Um, but getting David Johnson, for, you should have got more for Hoppy. If you're going to trade him, go get a first-round pick back for him at least. Um, it, it's just not good. It's not a good organization. By the way, all those Jaguar fans, disgruntled Jaguar fans can rip up those tickets when they had for Marone to be the first one to go in the division. What does it do for the game this week, Pete? I mean, do you nothing. Get, do, you th- do you think the Jags have a better chance of winning because no Bill O'Brien, or is it inconsequential? I think it's inconsequential. I mean, you know, the talent is what this the guy's going to call. The other guy was calling the plays. He took back play call duties yesterday. It didn't work out. Uh, so now they'll go back to him calling the plays. Romeo Cornell, who, by the way, has been a head coach in the league, will put together everything else and put together defense. They'll be, they'll be fine. I mean, so. but it doesn't help. I mean, well, you, I, I was just going to say <laughs> just the opposite. Sometimes you get a little immediate little kick, a little, a little kick in the pants, and yeah, you play right. better early. And then it falls off to what it is. Have you you haven't been on a team in the NFL where a coach got fired, right? No. Mid season, no. No. But if you look like, at his, but if you look at history, yeah. Like usually they fire the coach, and like the next game or two, it's like everyone comes out, <laughs> has energy, is playing well, and then all of a sudden it's back to what you were. So are you, I can't wait for power rankings because we we'll, can't wait to see where you put the Texans in the power rankings. That's coming up a little later in this hour. Oh, wow. Jeez. That's going to be interesting <sighs> for sure. So, you, Pete, you're not shocked at the timing at all? No, not after yesterday. I thought he had a chance to go after yesterday. But if they won, if they had won yesterday. The Vikings, I mean, the Vikings aren't a good team. They're not a good football team. And they weren't just losing. They were getting dominated for much of that game. They couldn't stop the run at all. They were, it was just bad. I, I watched it. It was terrible. They're not good. They're not a good team. What do you need to do in this league? You need to be able to throw it. You need to be able to protect. You need to be able to knock the quarterback down and cover. They don't cover. They don't knock the quarterback down. They don't protect. And sometimes he scatter shoots the ball over the place. So they're not a good team right now. By the way, you mentioned Easterby. His first NFL experience was in the summer of 2004 with the Jaguars helping in football operations and public relations. So basically he was an intern here. I don't remember him. Do you know him? I don't know him. I don't know him. And then he left. He was here yeah, for he apparently one. He was like a team chaplain or something. Because I, I, if I'm not mistaken, he might have married Brady Quinn. So he officiated the wedding or something. Uh, so and then he left after that year. This is according to his official bio on the Titans website. 
He became the character coach at the University of South Carolina Athletics Department for the next six years. So team building and programs went, and everything. And then he was like a wasn't he like the Patriots brought him back as he and he was with the Chiefs for a while, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. That's right. Yes, correct. All the above under uh and Scott he was, what was his title with the Chiefs? It was like team builder character development yeah character yeah. development or something like that yes so he's now the executive now, executive now vice the, president of football operations now now he's calling the shots which goes back to mine and your theory all the time tony don't get me started Pete. <laughs> don't get me started it goes back to our theory it ain't that complicated <laughs> Don't get me started. Oh, boy. So that's the breaking news today. Bill O'Brien, uh, just moments ago, apparently, officially let go by the Houston Texans. The Jaguars have the Texans this week, trying to get back on track after a three-game slide. Of course, the, the Texans 0-4, so a combined 1-7 and record between the teams going into this week's game. Jags defense having some issues, of course. The injuries mounting up, youth and inexperience now on the field. And Doug Marone did not have uh, an official injury update for the guys today. He said we're going to wait until Wednesday. He didn't rule anybody out, which is good news. So we'll see as the week goes along how those guys are. Um, yeah, the the pass rush did not get home. One sack was on a slide by Burrow at the line of scrimmage. Five quarterback hits in that game. The offense, though, had some moments like they most usually do. But it feels like they're going to have to overcome some of those things on the defensive side Gardner Minshew, 351 through the air, a couple touchdowns. James Robinson had a decent day of work. G.J. Chark is a difference maker. Nine targets, eight catches, 95 yards, and uh, two really nice touchdowns in that game. The toe tap, uh, the toe drag, I guess, the first one, and then took it away from the defender on the second one late. Um, so there's some good things offensively. I think that's that's one thing to build upon here, Pete, is that you do have some some weapons on the offensive side. And it, it it can be fun to watch offensively at times. Yeah, but the biggest news of the day is Tad Dickman can keep his GM dreams alive. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Wars PR director. Oh, boy. I mean, my gosh. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the offense has some good players on it. They're young players, but they're good. They're entertaining. I, how many teams would like to have Chenault and Chark as receivers on their roster right now? A lot of them, all of them, right? Don't most you think, of them. Don't yeah, you think most every of them. team in the league would take Shark and Chenault on their roster right now as receivers? They are producing and, and play. Every one of them would take them, both. Yeah, they're good players. It, the question is, is one a one? Is either one of them a one? I think um, I think DJ has a chance to be a, a true one. Where I, I say he's a true one right this second, uh, not yet, but he's like he's borderline. He's a good player. He is a good player, and and borderline is is right. And Chenault's going to be a really good player. I mean, he's going to be well, one he, of those well, guys. He might be out too, by the way, because of the hamstring. Yeah, but he might be one of those guys who catches sixty-five, seventy passes every year. Physical, tough. You know, averages 10, 11 yards, 12 yards a catch. Never going to go 14 a catch, I don't think. I don't think he's that guy. Do you? Um, it's too early. I mean, after after the rookie year of DJ Chark, you said he's going to be a great gunner for his career. I mean, he can do yeah. anything. 
And so I, I think receivers always take a little bit of time. And I think where LaVisca is right now is pretty promising. So I don't know what he'll end up being, but I think he's going to be a good player. Receivers aren't the problem on this team, by the no. way. No. 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 In fact, the no. offense really isn't a no, problem. No, it's not. The defense is the, the big issue right now, certainly. Um, but let's just, well, let me ask you this. If, if the opt-outs didn't happen and Gunther isn't sick and they have the same team they put together – before the season, are they that much better? No, because they still wouldn't be able to rush the passer, I don't think. Maybe Gunter adds a little bit on the inside. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they'd be better, Pete, but how much better, it's hard to say. Hmm. You can't so what is that? opt-out. I, I just don't like, – like, I, I agree. Every, I agree. Everyone had opt-out. I agree. But, okay, but we're already – we're four games in now. And spin it forward. You'd say, okay, well, what do you got to get for this defense now? And you say, oh, God, they're lacking pass. Well, they have two first-round pass rushers. Well, they need a corner. They got a first-round corner. Right. And so, so going forward, what do you do? If you have – you got to fix the defense, so what are you going to try and do? Well, and, and it's funny you bring that up, Pete, and this is not an indictment of C.J. Henderson at all as a player, but I go back to the draft when Kinlaw from South Carolina was on the board and you picked – and I just think you don't pass up on big people. You just cannot pass up on big people who are talented in this league because stopping the run and affecting the quarterback is more important than anything else. Because, I mean, you look at last year, um, the, the, the 49ers were in the Super Bowl. What made that defense? Right. The front the four. Front. Yeah. yeah. No question. I mean, I mean, Richard Sherman. And then the great Seattle, the great Seattle defense is what made them the front four. Front four, like, like you have to have big people who can affect the quarterback. And I'm taking nothing. I mean, but go tell me the great secondary for the 49ers last year. And everyone will say Richard Sherman was an All Pro. Richard Sherman was All Pro because he had, he knew he had that front four, and he's one of the smartest people in the world playing corner. He can't run anymore. No. And and, and. but he, he knew how to play based on how much time that quarterback was going to have and not right. have. Sure. And he was really smart. Look at the Eagles. The Eagles rotate eight guys in. They blasted Joe Burrow last week. They mm-hmm. got after Mullins yet last night. They rushed the quarterback from the interior with Fletcher Clark. Even Malik Jackson's rushing the quarterback. He is. They have guys that can rotate in. This team can't rush the quarterback. And, well, that, um, and that's why it was, it was interesting to me that they didn't go big last year when they had some guys on the board. And, but if Derek Brown had fell to him, I think they would have gone big. Oh, yeah. And by the way, yesterday, from what I saw in that game, he was throwing dudes around He's in the middle man. of that line. Grown man. How is how how is uh, how is Kinlaw, the kid from South Carolina? He's okay, not, not great, but solid, but not yeah. great, not dominant. All right, guys, let's come back. Social questions right around the corner, and we have some interesting ones. Mm, yes. Can't wait. I bet you can. Back in a moment, social questions. The Jared, Don, and Sal show continues after this on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. 
Slot right. Blue 42. Hot, hot. A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F-150, official truck of the NFL. Based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales. I'm Chantel Baker, fiancé of DJ Chark. My fiancé is always prepared with a game day plan, and so am I. I'm always looking for easy ways to save time, and Publix helps me tackle everything from pre-game prep to post-game cleanup with prices that are never out of bounds. This week at Publix, you can get $2 off when you purchase two of assorted varieties and sizes of Head & Shoulders, Pantene, Herbal Essences, and Aussie Hair Care products. Available at Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity jaguars fans whether it's on the field or in your finances the key to success is a solid plan from high yield banking to home lending into retirement and beyond tiaa bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money it's time for a plan start building your legacy today at tiaabank.com jaguars tiaa bank is a division of tiaa fsp member fdic Equal housing lender and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour continues. JP Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Vaselli. Jaguars fall in Cincinnati yesterday, 33-25. The Jags are now 1-4. They dropped three straight. They'll face the Houston Texans this Sunday, who just fired their head coach and GM. Bill O'Brien is out today. Uh, Romeo Cornell apparently will be the interim head coach, at least as the odds-on favorite. And we'll see. And they're, now be... being run, and they're now being run by the former Jaguars intern. It's amazing. It really is amazing. I got to ask Dan Edwards and those guys if they remember, because <laughs> – 2004, I wasn't covering the team anymore. I was doing the national stuff by then. But I, I used to know every, most of the people in that building. Even then, I don't remember him. JP, you weren't around in 2004. No, I was in, I was in college. I just finished college. Yep. Baselli's been around forever. You don't remember him at all, Tony? I, was, I was, wasn't living here. That was, uh, that was a part of my three-year or two-and-a-half-year hiatus from Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you then? 
in Texas? Or I was in Houston. I, I was in there two years in Houston. Two and then, years? Yeah, yeah, two years. I was in Houston in 04, I think, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't remember him. So, and apparently, again, uh, looking there's at some... hope for you, Baselli. There's <laughs> hope for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not holding my breath. Baselli and Tad Dickman and Pete Prisco all in the same uh, selection. Hey, hey, Marty Herney runs the Panthers as a former sports writer. Let's not forget that. He was a beat guy for covering the Washington Redskins back in the day <laughs> wow. for the newspaper. How about that? Uh, let's get to some social questions today. And uh, number one, Sam, I am sheer 13. After yesterday's game, I'm pretty depressed. Can either of you give us any reasons to be excited? Help us. Um, excited. Uh, you have a very nice young running back that you found off, you know, undrafted. Um, so great value there. And I think he's the real deal. I think DJ Chark is a is a potential number one guy. And if, if he's not number one receiver type today, he's right on the cusp of being that. He's a really good player. And uh, you have an offensive line that's fun playing good football. So there's what you can be positive about. I agree. I think there's young players, Robinson, the two receivers. The and line, Miles Jack's the stud. And Miles Jack. And I think you got, you got the, two, the two pass rushers. Look, every team in the league would take the two pass rushers yes, right now. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there, so, I, yeah. There, there are building blocks in place. As far as the rest of this season, you know what I think. Thank it for Trevor. That brings us to our next question. A segue <laughs> from Waco Garina in Argentina. Is there any chance to save the season, Pete, or do we need to start thinking about Trevor? Is the defense a player's problem, or is it wash? Saludos de Argentina. Wow, I like the I like the question from Argentina, and being from Argentina, he knows what good steak is, right? The best steak comes from Argentina, supposedly. I've heard that, yes. Well, and so there's a difference between tough steak and the best steak. The best steak plays at Clemson. <laughs> He's the quarterback at Clemson. If you can get that guy, you get him. And whatever happens the rest of the season, come on, there's going to be no playoffs despite Tony's proclamation of 11 wins. They're not winning. They're not even coming close to being in the conversation to be a playoff team, even with the added playoff team. So start thinking about getting Trevor Lawrence and what it would do for, A, the franchise, B, the city. I mean, come on. You uh, think that generational right, my, talent in Jacksonville? Here's my question. Who should start thinking of this? In the organization. Well, time out, too. I don't want to be like there's you. This team, there's this team up in um, New York that might be the worst team, you know, in a long, long time called the New York Jets. And you see them winning a game this year? They might win one. They might. So if you, if you win one and they win not, I mean, you win no more and they win one or two, you get the first pick. So, okay, but you really don't think this team will win another game all year? Let me ask you this. If you didn't have the first pick and you ended up with a guy like Justin Herbert, you'd be happy with that. Have you seen him play? He's good. So there's maybe Justin Fields is the guy. I have not watched one snap of Justin Fields play football. Have you? Uh, He was good last year. He was good last year. It'll be interesting to see what he does this year. He was good. You know, that, the other kid, the Trey Lance kid, is. I mean, everybody's – he didn't even play that well the other day in the game, I didn't think. 
He's got a long, but but he's intriguing. But those are the two guys. So you get, I mean, you got to get a, you got to get the franchise quarterback that solves it all. It solves the. If you have that position, JP, you solve it all. The Cincinnati Bengals have solved it. They will be a factor starting next year for the next decade or so if he stays healthy, like Tony said, because they've solved it. All right, our next question from at Brandon Bush 817 Pete, I love you, but can you give Minshew time to develop? Compare him and Breeze through their first two years and come back to me. He is developing, but just not the pace you want. You're biased based on draft selection and athleticism. Give him time. I'm not biased based on draft selection because I, I that matters nothing. Um I'm biased based on my eyes. And what that my eyes tell me is he's a good, solid quarterback who's never going to be the guy that makes the team sustainable. And they, we've seen many of these guys. What was it last week, Tony? Ryan Fitzpatrick was one you compared him to, or somebody compared him to. There are a million of those guys. And, and that's not what you want. You want generational. If you get generational, Andrew Luck, um, Joe Burrow, I think, is that way. Um, John Elway was back in the day. If you get that, you know, Peyton Manning. And granted, there aren't a lot of them, but there is one in next year's draft. So if you can get that guy, you try and – I mean, you're not going to try and lose games, but you're not really so much worried about this year as you are about locking so, up. And, and Minshew's not the long I, – I don't personally think right now – now, he could change my mind. Right now, if you ask me, I'd say he's not the long-term answer. Well, and here's the thing. Let's not forget the back then the San Diego Chargers actually drafted Philip Rivers because they didn't think Drew Brees was the guy, which is interesting. Um, and Philip Rivers ended up being a pretty good quarterback himself. Uh, not as good as Drew Brees, uh, but I'd also argue that Drew Brees went to a much better coach and Sean Payton, one of the great coaches as well. And the combination of the two kind of worked pretty well together. Um, listen, you don't have to make a decision about Minshew right now. I don't think anyone's uh, killing him um, by any means. Uh, he's going to have a chance to prove, you know, prove it out, to play it out, and see what happens, and to you know, see where wh what decision you make. But here's one thing: if you end up going, winning two games, one game, four games, whatever it is, that that is also part of the quarterback, because great quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks. I mean, rarely have seasons like that because they make everyone else around them better. And I'm not trying to put undue pressure on Minshew because that's not fair to him. And I don't think he's the problem, like what we've talked about. And But the question is, at the end of the year that you're going to have to answer, is he the guy? Because this team in the last eight years, or let's call it the last six years, has passed on several franchise quarterbacks that are at the top of their at the top, you know, near the top of the league, some of the best players in the league. So if we project his stats out for the season right now, right? Project them out, JP. Let's see. Let's because it's exactly what we've talked about in in the theory for I think it's 44 4400 yards, 32 touchdowns, 16 picks, I think is what it is. That's okay, right. and That's we right. said that before the season, if he had 40 4500 yards and 32 touchdown passes, it would be a tough decision. Because we thought they might be good if that's the case. Well, so far, those are the projected numbers, and it's not a tough decision, I don't think. 
if they're picking number one, you take the guy. And if you're picking number two, you might take Fields too. You just have to. I don't think, I don't, look, you can love the guy all you want for the way he acts and the way he plays and it's fun to watch and everything else. But the reality is, and yesterday is the perfect microcosm of the entire argument. Joe Burrow is the franchise guy, the sustainable guy, the long-term answer. You still question whether Minshew is, and yet Minshew threw for more numbers and had better yardage numbers than than, than Burrow did yesterday. That's why you got to be careful with stats. Yeah, right. 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 And if the defense is just a hair better, they might win two more of these games, and they're three and one. Right. I mean, if they if they beat Tennessee and Cincinnati, they're three and one. And again, it goes okay, back yeah, but if they lose, if they lose the Indianapolis, they're zero four. Yeah, and Correct. it also goes back to the Indianapolis. I mean, the 2017 argument. They weren't sustainable. It was not sustainable. It just wasn't. And and Tennessee might find this out the hard way too. Sustainable with Ryan Tannehill because he's played well and he played well last year. Yeah. But is that sustainable? I think it is. See, I think Tannehill. But Tannehill showed you stuff. Uh, he had a year. Miami, before he got hurt, he was really good. And he had five different offense, four different, five different offenses in yeah. five years or whatever. So, yeah, I look, he might be, but I still, there are certain guys. Where you, okay, with Joe Burrow, you know it's sustainable. You know it's going to be. I think with Justin Herbert, I mean, I'll tell you what, Tony, I've watched all his games. That can make some throws and some plays that you, you, you can't teach that. You just can't. Our next question, we go to Zurich, Switzerland, apparently, at underscore Holger B. Why was the first NFL game I ever watched the 1999 Jags-Dolphins playoff game? (laughs) (laughs) That's a a, a pretty high bar to start with, I think. Uh, Is is, is he basically asking why did I become a Jags fan at this point? Is that the question? They were all going to be like that. It's still still one of the most dominating performances I've ever seen. And the amazing thing about it is, Baselli wasn't a part of it. That's right. You didn't play in that game. That's right. Blew my knee out before that game. That's right. What would have happened if they played left tackle? Ben Coleman played left tackle? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. What a game. We, uh, we saw some of the highlights. Really, I, I think it was clear that it didn't really matter who was playing uh, left tackle or <laughs> probably a lot of positions with the way Jimmy and Fred and Mark were going off. Yeah. It mattered the and next Tony, week. Yeah. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> wow. Okay. Pete, that. thanks a lot. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, final question from at Brad Bogus. Uh, would the Jaguars have been able to win yesterday if you swapped each team's starting quarterback? Is it realistic for any young quarterback to lead us to victory when the defense consistently gives up over 30 points per game? That's a good question, and the answer to that question is probably yes. But because his defense isn't very good either, (laughs) let's be honest about it. No, Cincinnati's defense is (laughs) terrible. Right. They're better up front, though. Uh, Yeah, if they have all their guys, they are. Even with Dunlop and Hubbard and and Lawson, they're better up front. Okay, they're you know they were the thirty uh, first ranked rushing defense in the NFL coming into the game. I know. So I know. be careful what you say. They're better. They're not. So they're better. <laughs> they're better. Stop it. They're better. I don't know, man. The numbers would say no going into this. Going into what that game. What do your eyes tell you? What do your eyes tell you? 
right now. Oh, they're better. Okay, thank you. See, as soon as I pin him down, he answers the question. He what? hems and haws, he yeah. hems and haws, he bobs and he weaves. Yeah, but Pete, he finally gets in the corner and making, he answers the question. No, that's not true because you're actually making a point that I said earlier that I think people always go back to numbers. And that's their default. Like that's why you have to watch teams and players because at the end of the day, and I'm again, maybe Minshew is the guy, but he could put up good numbers. We saw it in sixteen with uh, or fifteen with Bortles, who put up amazing numbers. And but it wasn't. You know, the numbers don't always tell the whole story. You got to look at where those numbers come from and when you get them and everything else. I agree. There you have it. Our social questions are in. By the way, Pete, how old are your eyes today? Why? Well, it's your birthday. I was just asking. How old are you today? Well, my eyes, my eyes are the same age as the rest of me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, you're talking about 60. his eyes. What? Are, how old are your eyes? Sixty. Six zero. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a milestone. It's amazing. I'm 60, and you look 60. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, easy. What do you call him, Jared? <laughs> yeah, okay, Jared. Sal. Easy, Sal. Um, all right, let's come back in a moment. AFC South, the power rankings in the division should be interesting. Oh, wow. The all-important power rankings. It's Jaguars Happy Hour with Jared, Don, and Sal on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Price is subject to without notice equal housing opportunity i'm Chantel baker fiance of dj chark my fiance is always prepared with a game day plan and so am i i'm always looking for easy ways to save time and Publix helps me tackle everything from pre-game prep to post-game cleanup with prices that are never out of bounds this week at Publix, you can get two dollars off when you purchase two of assorted varieties and sizes of old spice products available at Publix, where shopping is a pleasure Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike shared so hard he's built nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. <sighs> so this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. Hey, Jaguars fans, are you ready to talk some trash? Well, nobody talks trash quite like Waste Pro, the official waste service and recycling partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
specializing in residential and commercial solid waste and recycling collection, processing, and disposal. Waste Pro is equipped to handle all your recycling and garbage removal needs. For service, call 904-731-7288. Waste Pro, caring for communities and caring for Jacksonville. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates. Saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour on this Monday. Jags are one and three headed to Houston this week to face the 0-4 Texans, who have just fired their head coach, JP Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. Uh Pete, what did, what do you do on your birthday? Do you how do you celebrate? I went, we had a party on Friday at the bar. It was fun. The only problem, JP, the what? bars in South Florida now close at eleven. You can't even get a drink after eleven. I'm surprised you stay up that late, Pete, being 60. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's amazing. What are you talking about? It's amazing. No, it was it was unreal. We even Afterwards, we even went to casino. We thought that you could be able to get a drink at the casino. You couldn't even get a drink at the casino. It's incredible. Wow, okay. Times well, have changed. Times have changed, JP. Grumpy Pete uh, today. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, happy birthday, though. I, I, I've... I totally wept in the first hour. I'm I'm excited for you. What, no, you're not going to do anything tonight on the actual day. Like, what do you? I mean, what do you do? I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working. Oh, well, good. That's positive. It was a little happy birthday. Uh, let's get to you the, two games tonight. You got two games tonight, JP. Double dip, and we'll get to those coming so there, up. In does December. that mean later on you're going to do it twice then? Yes, he has to do it twice. <laughs> yes, he does. Well, one do of them's twice. on CBS though, so we might have to have different music. I, you know, a yeah. Joe. I don't know. But if you, you still can... got to, you still got to throw your 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 J your uh, Jared voice. <laughs> That's what we should call that, Tony. The Jared voice when he does that. <laughs> All right, let's go around the AFC South, and obviously the Houston Texans. Oh, about uh, forty minutes ago, it was announced that they have fired Bill O'Brien. They are zero and four. They lost to the Vikings, thirty-one to twenty-three. Now, what in Houston is the next question? The uh, Colts with a 19-11 win over the Bears. The Colts have won three straight since their opening loss to the Jags. The defense is pretty darn good there. And the Titans had a bye week after 20 players and staff tested positive for COVID-19. No positive tests today. So a good start to the week, Pete, in Tennessee to uh, see if the Titans can play the Bills this coming Sunday. That's a big ask. Yeah, and, and let's hope that the positive tests are done in Tennessee and they can play the game this week. Um, I, I, I'm trying to stay out of the COVID fray for, for after I got into it on Twitter on on Saturday uh, for a tweet I sent out, which was totally misunderstood by a lot of people. Um, but, you know, once you mention COVID and football, you immediately get bombed on Twitter. Because you're insensitive and everything else. That's why. 
Even had a couple people reference you firing back at me, Tony. Um, your radio you partner. <laughs> no, I didn't. I never responded. I blocked about five thousand people on. On I literally, I probably blocked a hundred people on on Saturday. I'm not taking it. <laughs> you don't like it? I'm not taking it. Block, <laughs> block, 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 block. What would they mention because Tony for? Because so I mean, yeah. What, why are you blocking people? See, you're mean. Well, because. They're, they're, when you're mean to me and come back at me, you're going to get me. All I said was something I said on the air, too, is been talking to the NFL teams before the season. They prepared for this scenario and they were going to treat it like an injury based on the fact that they expanded the practice squads. If it wasn't a total outbreak and what you do, you treat it. And I said the thing, it's like an injury. And so everybody, oh, you can't spread ankle you know, sprains, you can't spread torn ACLs. And so they all went in on me. And it's, it's, it's just, look, Twitter, I'm tired of it. Let's put it that way. It's tiring. Pete, would you be on Twitter if you didn't have to for your job? No, absolutely no. not. I'm, I'm at that point, too. Like, I do it because of, you know, sports and kind of what I do around the calling the games and stuff. But I, I'm, I'm exhausted by it. And you know what, too, Tony? Here's the other thing. We think so many people are on Twitter. Barely anybody's on Twitter when it comes to the country's population. You know, people don't realize that. There's not that many people on Twitter. It's, it's, it's an incestuous um, media propaganda where they all go in and they all say the same exact thing. I, ha- I must have had 25 media members come at me and they don't understand what I was trying to say. So, I, look, I get tired of it. And... Um, if I didn't have to be on Twitter, I wouldn't be. Wow. So are, are you proposing we don't do social questions from now on? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can do social questions. That's fine. I mean, uh, it's just, you, you, Tony knows exactly what I'm talking about. Right. I know, I'm JP, kidding. I'm sure you've got your fair share as well. It's I just, get some. It's I a, don't get as much as it's you. A piling, it's a piling on of uh, stuff I don't really. And, and what I meant was not wrong, by the way. You guys have been around the teams. They prepared as if somebody got COVID, they were going to play on. That's what One they, team did last week. The Atlanta Falcons did. AJ Terrell got COVID, and they played on. That's right. That's why they expanded the practice squads and, and did all the, uh, the stuff this year. Uh, cool. All right. So the AFC South power rankings, the all-important power rankings, I'm sure these will bring up some controversy on Twitter. Pete, what do you got for us? Uh, I would go Colts one, Titans two. Ooh. Can I call the next one a tie? Even though the Texans are 0 4 and fired their coach? No. I'd probably you can't. call it a tie. No, you can't. Do no, you that. can't. You have to pick. All right, I'll put the I'll put the Texans at three and the Jaguars at four. <laughs> How do you you can't do that? I can't do it. I just did it. Um, I'm going. I'm different. I'm going. Titans is still the best team. I, I I think if I if the Titans play the Colts, I'm picking the Titans. I think they're better than the Colts. Um, and probably you know why I think they're better. I think Tannehill's better than Philip Rivers at this point of his career. Colts defense is actually playing yeah, now. They haven't played anybody ball. offensively, but they're playing good football. Yeah, did you see them against us? Yeah, but that, Week that's one, one preseason. Of those games at the end of the season, they're going to go. Oh my God, how did we lose that game? So um, I'm going to go Titans, Colts, Jaguars. (laughs) Somebody asked me this. One of my guys at work asked me if if the Jaguars job did come open, what's a better job, the Houston job or the Jacksonville job? 
Oh, oh Jackson's Jackson draft all day. Picks. There's no draft picks in Houston. They traded them all away. And they got the quarterback, though. Well, you, you just though, said you early, sure you, you didn't like the I guy. Don't. I mean, you can't. I don't. This, is, this has been a bad show for you, Pete. This has been a bad show. No, I, yeah, you're right. I don't think he's as, I, I'd take the Jaguars' job. <laughs> but you can't say no state income tax because they don't have it in Texas either, right? That's right. No, they do not. That's right. That's right. Tough he night t- for you today, Pete. He turns no, 60 and he forgets what he says. That's what happens. Yeah, he, he most people stuff. would say most people would say the, the Texas job because it's Sean Watson, but I, I'm I'm probably in on the other side of that too. But you better get a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come back. We'll go around the National Football League in week four, recap the games and preview a double dip on Monday night. Two different networks, one sport. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day. There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims. Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side. Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates. Saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're hitting refresh now, palm trees swaying now, letting loose now, busting a move now, cranking up the beats now, hands in the air now, feeling free now. You're on Tropic Time now. And right now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe, try our watermelon mojito and guava margarita smoothies and you're tasting.
tasting fruity now, sipping sunshine now, toasting summer now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour continues. J.P. Shadrick with Pete Prisco and Tony Baselli. Glad you're along with us heading into week five. The Jags face the Houston Texans Sunday at NRG Stadium in Houston. And the Texans fired their head coach and GM today. Bill O'Brien is out as of about 50 minutes ago. Apparently, Romeo Cornell is the um, uh, most likely scenario to be the interim head coach. The Jags at 1-3. and three. They dropped three straight after winning the opener. Trying to get back on track this week. Let's go around the National Football League and start off with news this afternoon. The NFL has uh, put out a memo to all teams, owners, GMs, football representatives, uh, saying that causing schedule adjustments could result in forfeiture of games. All 32 clubs got the memo today. The NFL threatening forfeiture of games if a team cannot participate due to COVID-19 spread coming as a result of not following protocol. So uh, kind of, you know, earlier it was a fines and a forfeiture of draft picks. Now that's a, 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 obviously much more How do you, how do you determine back. that? I was going to say good luck, good luck on enforcing that. I mean, okay, like I have no earthly idea where I got it from. Zero. None. No idea. So how could they? How could they possibly know where the where a guy gets it from? No, I think it's not where they get it from. But if they find out that they're not wearing masks in the facility or what, I mean, if they're not following the protocol, I think that's when they're going to get them. We're trying to get them. I don't think okay, but let me ask you this: There's also a lot of stringent rules about going out and being in a public setting. And so if a guy went out and was not in a public set in a public setting and got COVID, is that not following the protocol and who yeah, does that I, fall I, I, who does that fall on yeah i don't know enough about all the protocols and the details around them and how you know what they're talking about there but you know i think that's one of those things that is kind of like uh let's threaten you just to let you know we're serious but they're not gonna forfeit teams they're not gonna do that. all right no. let's get to the games from yesterday Teddy Bridgewater had a couple of touchdown passes and one on the ground. An impressive run for a touchdown, by the way. The Panthers knocked off the Cardinals 31-21. Isn't it funny how quickly the Cardinals' outlook has turned? They beat the Niners on the road. They open the season. They go to 2-0. and Then they lose to the Lions and the Panthers. And now all of a sudden they're reeling. Um, give the Panthers credit. And I'm going to give Matt Rule credit. I didn't think this defense would be that good. Uh, they have a t- Talk about a defense that's loaded with young talent. That's one, but they're playing pretty well. And offensively, Teddy Bridgewater had a nice day. So, give credit that they're two and two. They're in the division. With no, and no, no Christian McCaffrey. Right. 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 They're two and two. The Browns 49, the Cowboys 38. The Cowboys defense stinks. The Browns ran for 307 yards in the game. I want to take credit for the Browns. They must have listened to me when I called the game on Thursday night. I told the keys of that game was to stop acting like uh, Baker Mayfield was the key to that offense and the, and the receivers. The key to that offense is that offensive line and the running game. 
And as soon as they figured that out and started focusing on it, now Nick Chubb got hurt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how serious have they announced Six weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. So, but they got Kareem Hunt, and they got a really good offensive line. And Bill Callahan is a really good offensive line coach. That team runs through – that team needs to go through the running game and the offensive line and limit what Baker Mayfield has to do. They, by the way, they uh, the kid that came in off the bench was a, a, a guy that was in that old XFL or whatever, and he ran for about 80 yards. He's a kid from Immokalee up the road, Edron James's hometown in his high school. So, look, you can find running backs. Hasn't that been proven out all season long? Look at James Robinson. But Pete, but Pete, you agree. It's not Baker Mayfield's team. He's not no, the key to they that. No, they got to run the ball. And Kevin Stefanski's smart enough. By the way, he's done a really good job. Uh, agree. The Saints over the Lions, 35-29. The Lions blew a two-touchdown lead in this game. It's Patricia in trouble. Again, 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 again. Is he in trouble? The defense stinks. I mean, the defense is bad. It's awful. It's another He's a defensive coach. Stop anybody. He's a defensive coach. By the way, they fired Jim Caldwell when he had a much better record than what Matt Patricia's had in the same period of time. Patricia's getting fired at the end of the year. If not so Maybe before. Maybe before. The Seahawks are now 4-0, and they knocked off the Dolphins 31-23. Fitzpatrick threw a couple picks in that game for Miami. Yeah, and the gaudy, the Wilson's gaudy numbers weren't as gaudy. I mean, he wasn't as good, but when he had to be, he was. He threw a bad end zone interception. Their defense isn't good either, by the way. they're gonna. He's going to have to throw 50 touchdown passes. Who has a good defense? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. The Steelers' defense is pretty good. Ravens isn't bad either. No. But, yeah, unless you play Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, that that doesn't count. Everybody looks bad against Patrick Mahomes. The Buccaneers and the Chargers had a duel. Bucks win 38-31. Tom Brady threw five touchdown passes. I guess he's still good. Yeah, the story story that game, though, Pete, is it's 24-7, 30 seconds left in the half. And for some unknown reason, Anthony Lynn doesn't have him take a knee, go to the half with the lead, and they fumble – a handoff. Yeah, and that, I don't know and what that he was changed, doing. That, that changed the entire game because all of a sudden oh, now the momentum is the, the 10. Right. Yeah. Inside the 10, and they only had one timeout left, the Bucks. There was no reason yeah. to take a knee and go in. That's right. It was like, what are the – like, that's that's directly on the head coach. And like No that, question about it. No question Pete, what, about it. what would be your questions if you were the beat writer for the Chargers <laughs> asking Anthony Lynn after that? Anthony? Because I never call him coach. You know that. I never call anybody coach. Anthony? Why did you even bother handing off inside the tent at the end of the half when they only had one timeout? And he looked at <laughs> No, if they had three timeouts, you could understand almost. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. the only way. It's just like last night at the end at the end of the half in the 49ers Eagles game. Eagles had two timeouts. Why didn't they call them and use a free kick free play at the end of the half? Fair catch? Free kick. You can get three points out of it. Coaches don't no Ravens got a bounce-back game from Lamar Jackson. They knocked off Washington 31-17. Two touchdown passes and one rushing for Lamar. Uh, Ho-hum. I mean, they played the, the Washington football team. They're not he wasn't good. great again, Pete. He was not great no. throwing the ball again. No, no. He's throwing the ball isn't fantastic. That's, that's going to be a problem. Rams 17, Giants 9. But the real show was after the game <laughs> with Jalen Ramsey oh and Golden God. Tate getting into a brawl on the field. The yeah. word is that Jalen threw the first punch, Pete, that he that's started what Golden it. Tate, that's what Golden Tate said. And that's what other players were saying as well. 
Will the league come in and suspend uh, Jalen for a game if that's the case? Uh, they'll look at it. And not only that, it's it's personal stuff. This isn't on-the-field stuff. You know, he was with Golden Tate's sister. Oh, yeah, sister, yeah. 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 And then so he wasn't. That's, that's ugly. Yeah, and that's then, ugly. He, then he wasn't. And apparently – Fred... Listen, you can't do that. You can't be fighting no. on the field after the no. game. It's just, no. There's no place for that at all. And there was a report no. today that Jalen tried to go outside the Giants' locker room later as well for more, and that obviously didn't happen. But um, there you have it. That was the, the I story. I mean, Golden Tate should be – you'd think he'd be the one that was – the, the angry guy, right? right. Well, my right. my guess is if you watch the TV, there's a lot of chirping. My guess is Golden probably said a couple things to Jalen on the field that instigated something. All right, uh, last couple games here: Bills over the Raiders, thirty to twenty-three. Josh Allen with a couple of touchdowns. He ran for one. The Eagles uh, held on to knock off the 49ers and the Eagles are in first, first place. place. Eagles one, two, and one. First place. Yeah, but you know what's amazing about Carson Wentz? When he has guys around him, he stinks. When he has nobody to throw to with these no-names that think of all the scrap heap, he plays well. And by the way, Josh Allen is a legitimate MVP candidate. Legitimate MVP MVP candidate. You agree, Tony? He's going to get behind uh, Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Not yet. He's not behind. He's behind Wilson right now. But I think if you rank him right now, it'd be Wilson 1. Allen two, Mahomes three, Roger maybe Rogers three, Mahomes four. Wow, wow! Time for we'll Monday see. night football. It's a COVID nineteen induced doubleheader, including the I Columbia like Broadcast it. System. First at seven oh five, the New England Patriots will be without the COVID positive Cam Newton. They arrived in Kansas City today to face the high flying offense of the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. Who you got in the first game, guys? Oh, come on. Brian Hoyer is his quarterback. I'm taking the Patrick Mahomes. He will light that defense up. And I know everybody always says, oh, Belichick's got these all these great coverages and matchup people. He can't rush the pass. You saw what Seattle did to him a couple weeks ago. They're going to light him up. I like the Chiefs. Um, I, think the, I think the Patriots are going to play COVID-induced, um, like, not induced, uh, COVID, like, just – mad at COVID for taking their quarterback with a lot of excitement and energy. And I think they play well, but no Sonny Michelle, no uh, Cam Newton. I think the, I think it's close. I think it's closer than anyone thinks, you just, think, but the Chiefs win. You said they're going to bring the you, COVID energy. Like COVID. Is that what you just said? It didn't come out right. Did, did you out. ever fly to a night game the day of the game, though? <laughs> no, I drove on a bus in high school to one. <laughs> They left at eight thirty this morning, so that means they had to be there probably at the facility at what six? Yeah, it's early. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a lot. They're asking a lot. But Time now for oh. the second game on Monday night. Originally scheduled for eight fifty, now moved to nine o'clock Eastern. The Atlanta Falcons can't hold on to a lead. They're zero and three. The seat's red hot for Dan Quinn. The Falcons head to Lambeau Field in Green Bay. The not so frozen tundra in October. They'll face the red-hot Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Who you got? You know, this is one that, you know, like like your gut just says go with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay because Atlanta's been one of those teams that just, you know, can't keep a lead, just underperforms. But it gets, I have the feeling it's one of those nights where, like, they're talented, Matt Ryan, they get it going, it's a shootout, and they win like a 45-42 game. 
to save Dan Quinn's job for one more week. So you're um, out of your mind. <laughs> you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. You're out, with that defense, they're not. They made Nick Foles look like a god last week in the fourth quarter. Stop it. Just stop it. No, Aaron Rodgers. Even without Devontae Adams, and we don't know what that status is. He said he wasn't he's playing. Out. Now he's out. He's, he's definitely out. out. He's out. So, yes. Okay, so if he's out, Martez Valdez Gantling will go wild, or Robert Tanya, or who doesn't matter. Come on. Love Stop it, Tony. Hey, happy birthday, Stop. Pete. They're gonna win. Happy, happy birthday. birthday they're gonna win. Falcons are gonna win, and the Jaguars are winning eleven games. Put them right next to each other. For Don and Sal, I'm Jared. Thank you for listening and watching. Happy birthday, Pete! It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.